Hello everyone. This is uh, Welcome to Superhero with a Cane. This is podcast 21. Uh, this is actually the first podcast of the um, the new year. Uh, there's been, um, it's kind of cool. It's like every uh, every season of every epi- thing on TV, there's episodes. So we had a delay in filming for a couple months and now we're back to it. Um, the delay in filming is, um, it's complicated. The, um, living with primary progressive MS and being in a clinical trial and having all these cognitive issues is, you know, a lot of fun as it is. Um, I kind of have to, um, oh, watching the cat about to attack a bird through the window. Um, so having all these issues is enough as it is um now when you add you know family emergency to the mix um it takes on a whole different meaning so the the reason i want to talk about what i'm talking about is because um i'm in the process my dad um had gotten uh fallen several times a couple times and um ended up having to go into the hospital and into um, a rehab um, afterwards. Now, the, the my, my mom has already been in this, you know, as, as I don't know if I've talked about it or not, but my mom is already in this um, nursing home for the past 10 years. She's um, been on Medicaid and is, is paralyzed and has dementia and some memory issues. But now my father, who... Um, up until now, has been pretty much on his own. Uh, he's he lived with us for a while, moved into uh, his own apartment, and um, he's been taking care of himself. But uh, what we've come to find out is that he has not been taking care of himself. So he um, he you know ended up on the floor a couple times. Um, couple of calls to the ambulance, a trip to the hospital, and um, and now he's in rehab at uh, the same place my mother is in rehab. So, as you can imagine, all these events are uh, with somebody that's struggling with primary progressive MS and um, has to deal with cognitive issues. Um, this is not a good thing for me, for him, and for me. Uh, for him, it's it's especially not good. He's put going to be eighty two years old in May, um, and he's uh, you know struggling quite quite a bit. You know, we um, for somebody with MS at this stage, um, you know, we've got my wife works full time. Got three kids, all in uh, two of them in high school, and and uh, one finishing up college, and. Um, you know, I don't, I don't have, there's no other, uh, family to really step in and help take charge of this. Uh, so it's, it's really on me. Um, the reason I'm talking about this is because my dad, um, it's been found out that through neurologists and other doctors that he should not be living on his own. Um, we cannot move him in here because we're dealing with our own space issues and, family issues and so th- the next step would be you know we, we have to the process is getting on uh, Medicaid uh, he's been on Social Security um, 
Amam disability. Uh, he's he's got um, Medicare for his insurance, but now the difference is um, when things become a financial crunch for you. Um, you know, Dad. You know, had his bank account hacked into a couple times over the past several years, so someone had stole all his money. Um, but now, with the the sickness and the, the issues with him having to be in rehab in the nursing home, um, it's it's put a financial strain on uh, everybody. So um, there is no. You sit there and you have to, you know, battle. Like, what makes sense? You know, does it make sense for uh, him to attempt to go home and, and continue living in his uh, senior citizen place, um, senior living, which is what he does, which means to have the care that the doctors are recommending, we'd have to have um, a full-time aid, uh, which is expensive. So the only way to pay for that is through Medicaid. Um, the challenge is that having a full-time aid um, through Medicaid is only, you know, really like a, a nine-to-five Monday to Friday scenario. Um, th- what doctors are recommending and what um, neurologists is recommending is that he have twenty-four-seven supervision, um, which would mean overnight care, weekend care. Um, all of this becomes extremely you know, un, unaffordable. You know, I'm talking about this from the, the perspective of, you know, a guy live with primary progressive MS that's already on disability and, and has Medicare. Um, to, you know, I remember my buddy Don that, that passed um, was on Medicaid and he was living in a um, a disability building where they accepted Medicaid, uh, which paid for his his um, room, it paid for his aid. Uh, he still had to pocket. Uh, he still had to pay out of pocket for his expenses um, for the weekend. And basically, once the um, aid came, uh, they put him to bed um, in a hospital bed. You know, it was pretty much by I think by six p.m. every night. Uh, I might be wrong on that, but. So he was in bed, you know, pretty early and didn't wasn't taken out of bed until the aide came the next day. And um, going on Medicaid is a form of, of government-type assistance, which pays for your medical expenses. Um, you have to be approved for Medicaid. I am um, doing this. Uh, it's ironic because I'm somebody with, you know, primary progressive MS, I still have my family that um, is able to help me uh, look over things with me. And I have not physically reached that point yet where um, I'm unable to take care of myself. Um, that that may change um, as the years goes on with the progressive disease and we have to make decisions then. But um, for now, for this guy, me, with primary progressive MS to try to get my father on Medicaid is quite a um, quite a, a task. So I'm, I have this uh, cheat sheet. And I, I, the reason I'm going through this is because there are people with um, progressive forms of MS that may have to go through this process. But I am no means a um, an expert, but unfortunately I've... Um, 
had to learn quite a bit as I t- attempt to get my dad on uh, on Medicaid while he's at this uh, rehab. So, you know, talk about um, the crap that a guy with cognitive issues does not want to have to deal with, you know, process-oriented thinking and detail and things like that. Um, I mean, there were me and, and Sean, who's helped me, me and Sean spent, um, I spent one day, he spent another day uh, trying to find simple things like his, you know, birth certificate, marriage certificate, copies of life insurance. Uh, we're over at his, his apartment for, you know, hours trying to dig this stuff out and um, find it. And it was uh, no no easy task. You'd, you'd hope that it would be all put in one place and a, a, that you could be able to get get it out and, and make copies and be done with it. But it was, it was not. Um, there's also, uh, thank God, you know, I have one of the things needed was a power of attorney, which means I'm able to help make decisions for my father. I have the, the power legally to do that. Um, you know, not something you ever want to do, but something we made a decision, you know, 10 years ago that we should do in case something like this happened. And we thank God we did it when we did it. So, um, copies of health insurance cards and, um, and social security cards. And the biggest thing is they, they require a, um, a five-year look back. So today, you know, you think everything, is electronic and everything is in the cloud and you can just go, you think you should be able to just email records to someone. And that's not the case. They still require in this digital age, uh, printed records. So I had to go get uh, five year statements, bank statements from uh, my father's bank accounts, several of them, um, even my mother's bank accounts. Um, I had to get all this from the bank sent over to um the people at the the facility uh them to, for them to help with the uh process and um you know you can't have you can't have uh you can't own anything when you're on Medicaid um you're only allowed two thousand dollars in your bank account you can't own a house which was taken care of years ago you know we we were able to sell the house years ago. Um, so that's done, but, you know, even the vehicle can't own a vehicle. Um, and then everything goes along with that canceling insurance. Um, you know, then you have to, it's just quite a bit to go through this process. Um, I don't know how my father did it for my mother years ago. Um, you know, he had to do this to get her on Medicaid, um, when she was unable to, uh, you know, be by herself so he did it uh without the help of the facility like i have so thank god i had this facility that gave me a a sheet and some guidelines of what to do with um anyway the bottom line is that this um overall kind of sucks um it, it sucks to have to make that decision uh it sucks as a person living with um ms to have to make that decision to go ahead and 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 you know, deal with your family and, and, um, get them on a program like this. So, um, just think about the, uh, the detail that's, um, you know, the detail oriented stuff that goes through 
a guy like me with cognitive issues. Um, and, and it's affecting, you know, it's definitely affecting me um, with stress, with my disease. Um, I mean, I, I feel it every day. I feel the, um, you know, it's my um, left side of my body is, is not responding the way that it used to. Um, it's weakening. I've got this issue with my face that continues to go. So um, anyway, this isn't a bitch session. It's just um, it's it's a matter of uh, something that you have to do um, as part of you know what you look out for for your family. So I know that um, I never want my family to have to go through this. So um, when it comes to me, so I'll um, you know we'll just deal with that when it happens. But um, I don't know, Sean. What do you think? <laughs> How long is that? We're at 13 right now. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I'm going to um, I'm gonna keep up uh, with the podcast as best I can. Uh, we're going to talk about more positive topics this week. I just um, uh, just posted something about an article in, in multiple, uh, the Multiple Sclerosis Foundation magazine, uh, MS Focus, about... Um, the benefits of exercise and how that helps. Um, that that's something that um, is tremendous. You know, I I always talk about how if I haven't didn't exercise before MS, how difficult it would be starting to exercise. But um, I believe that it's keeping me out of uh, a wheelchair, keep me more um, upright at times and more mobile. And um, between physical between exercise and physical therapy, um, it's helping me. You know, I, I think cognitively, um, physical aspects that uh, if you're able to get out and do things uh, physically, and also your the fatigue that comes along with this. Um, I make sure I plan my day accordingly, so that way I get everything out of the way early, and uh, I don't let it beat me up. And um, Wow, it seems like a really boring topic, the whole thing. Um, anyway, um, the whole point of this is that you're going to have to plan for things. Um, there are details involved. Just make good decisions about your um, your health insurance and your taking care of yourself. And um, I think that the more you continue to do physically, um, the longer that you'll... Um, have a positive outcome in this life and the more that you'll uh, be in a position where you won't have to think about things like going on Medicaid and uh, all that kind of fun stuff. So, okay, I think I'm out. We can end it with a shot of Tony. Yeah, Tony.